Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church in Katy, Texas. If you are in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing it with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message, and God bless your week. Imagine being in the crowd that day, and you get called a bunch of snakes, and then there's something about some stones, and then there's a tree and an axe, and then there's something about sharing shirts, and then there's something with the um, straps and sandals and a winnowing fork and a barn. But the message still remains the same. And it's not just for you, it's for everyone in that crowd, whether rich or poor, young or old, that you need to produce something. And that something you need to produce is repentance. So, what are you producing, dear brothers and sisters? Don't produce fruits of unrepentance, but produce fruits of joy in Christ, along with repentance. So we see in our sermon verses for today, that we're still continuing that construction like we talked about last week. That John came to fulfill his duty that God had given him to clear the way for Christ. But here this week we're talking about the message that John has. And that's to repent because the kingdom of God is near. Let us read the first couple verses of that. John said to the crowds coming out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce, then, fruits of repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father, for I tell you, out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. In their hearts, there were some people in that crowd that thought Abraham was their father. They discredited John and thought Abraham was more credible. We don't have to listen to this guy because Abraham is our father. We don't have to listen to him. But we know that's wrong. They were producing fruits of unrepentance, and John called them out for that. In today's day and age, people are the same way. Producing fruits of unrepentance, not wanting to listen to God's word. I don't have to listen to these church people because they're, they're judgmental. Or I'm okay as I am. At least I'm not as bad as that person over there. See, there are people today producing fruits of unrepentance. And if they keep doing that, John explains what happens to them next. The axe is already at the root of the trees. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. See, people today of the world are like trees. They do nothing. (laughs) And they're so rooted into the ground that they only care about the things of this world. They are only producing fruits of unrepentance. And Jesus is that ax that's going to clear that way for them. And so while the world is producing fruits of unrepentance, like a brood of vipers or something like that, 
Are we any different? Dear brothers and sisters, we know that God is our Father and that Jesus is our Savior. But it can be hard to always produce those fruits of repentance, right? Sometimes we don't trust in God. Sometimes we pick and choose who we want to share the gospel with. Sometimes we're quick to judge. And the list can go on and on, right? For example, think of the quick to judge. Think of two people and compare them to a tree. And the one person is like a good tree that's good on the outside, but then rotting on the inside. And then the other tree is not as good as the first tree outwardly, but inside it's strong and sturdy. And sometimes we like to pick and choose, oh, that one looks a little better than that one, so might as well share the gospel, right? But that other one, no, I don't need to. See, that can just be a small example of how we produce fruits of unrepentance. So, is that what we produce? Yikes, right? We produce fruits of unrepentance day by day, and what we produce is sin, dear brothers and sisters. And what we deserve is to be cut down like those trees and thrown into a fire on our own. But while all that is true, that we deserve death and punishment for our sin, no one other thing is true. Your sins are forgiven. God produced for you the perfect gift. He gave you his perfect son to live and die and rise for you. That's what he produced for you, the perfect gift. So rejoice in that, dear brothers and sisters. Know that your sins today, they're forgiven. And that your name is written in the book of life. You have hope in heaven. So, what shall we do then? Well, the funny thing is, people were asking that same question. What shall we do then? And this is what John responded. Anyone who has two shirts should share with one who has none. And anyone who has food should do the same. Even tax collectors came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, what should we do? Don't collect any more than you're required to, he told them. Then some soldiers asked him, what should we do? He replied, don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. See, these were the tax collectors and and soldiers, the people you wouldn't expect to be producing fruits of repentance because the tax collectors were known to extort money from people. The soldiers were known to be harsh with people, to be corrupt and accuse people falsely for their own benefit. But they were the ones going to John asking, what should we do, John? What does the Lord want me to do? And that's like today, if, if there were serial killers and, and uh, thieves asking that same question rather than a seminary student or a pastor, they were the ones asking for that. How, what should we do? And John told them to produce those fruits of repentance. And just a quick reminder of what repentance is, pastor did a great job with the U-turn, Right? Think of it as like you're, you're on two trails. So you're going on down one, 
and you find out it's the wrong one, wrong trail. So you have to do a U-turn and go back to a different trail. That's what repentance is. Where you're going, you're going, and then there's sin in your way. And it's to turn from that sin, sinful path, and then go to the right one. That's what repentance is. And don't worry. The Spirit of Christ that dwells in each one of us through faith in Christ Jesus will give us the power to do so. Whatever your role in life may be. For example, if you're an employer, be content with your employees and treat them fairly. If you're an employee, be happy with your job and be content. If you are a husband, love your wife and be content only with her. If you're a wife, don't get frustrated with your husband and be happy with him. And the list can go on and on because we each have different roles in our lives. And so the, the perfect example story would be Joseph and his brothers. See, Joseph was the punk kid back then. He was showboating to his, his older brothers and, and not producing fruits of repentance. And so when he got sent into slavery, he could have produced anything but fruits of repentance. But he did. When he was second in command over Egypt, he could have done anything but produce fruits of repentance. But he did. And when his brothers came, he could have done anything but produce those fruits of repentance and get that sweet revenge that he wanted. But he didn't. He was producing fruits of repentance. Now let's talk about the brothers. See, the brothers hated their brother for being the, the favorite son of dad. And so they tried to kill him, tried to sell him to slavery. They did. But then it took some time, but later they produced those fruits of repentance, those fruits of joy in Christ. Both Joseph and those brothers had Jesus guiding their hearts to produce those fruits of repentance. The brothers were sorry and truly sorry and never did that again. And Joseph forgave them, all because of the love of Christ that dwells in each one of them. So for us here today, we know that Jesus is coming, but what are you producing? You are always producing fruits of joy in Christ, whether that be love, peace, kindness to each other, because that's the fruits of the Spirit. And so while we're waiting for Christmas time for Jesus to come, the first time, and we celebrate that, his first coming, know that we're going to celebrate his second coming, too, one day. Whether that be tomorrow, or 50 years from now, or however long. That we have a joy and hope in heaven. And that's what John was talking about in his, this last part of our text for today of what Jesus will come and do on that last day. We continue reading. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might be the Messiah. John answered them all, I baptize you with water, but the one who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hands to clear the, his threshing floor 
and to gather the wheat into his barn. But he will burn up the chaff with an unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted the people and proclaimed the good news to them. See, John was living his life producing fruits of repentance. It could have been easy to say and take all the glory for himself and say, I'm the Messiah. But no, instead of pointing to himself, he pointed to Jesus, who is coming. And his message was to repent, for the kingdom of God is near. And when he saw that, saw Jesus coming, he said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And so know that your hope is in heaven and that you can rejoice in that fact, dear brothers and sisters, that you have a home waiting for you. And on the last day, that can be something that's so joyous for us because we know Jesus will take us to be with him like the wheat into the barn, right? And so the last passage I want to share with you comes from Isaiah. And it talks about what the Lord will do on that last day and what we will do in response. He will swallow up death forever. The Lord will wipe away tears from all faces. He will remove people's disgrace from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. In that day, they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. That really says it, right? Death will be swallowed up forever. All the, the grief and pain that caused us tears on this earth. The Lord, the maker of the universe, will wipe away your tears. And all that disgraceful things that the earth that was left behind on the earth, will be gone. And what we will say is, rejoice in our salvation. Let us be glad in our salvation because salvation has already come, dear brothers and sisters. So, what are you producing? Know that you will produce fruits of joy in Christ because he has loved you so much that you have a home waiting for him in heaven. Let us rejoice and be glad in our salvation. Amen. Time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. Could I ask you for one more favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to click subscribe and give us a rating. Just a few seconds of your time will help other people hear the simple, straightforward Bible message we offer. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.